Welcome to Hami Media Group, or as the cool kids say, HMG. We're here to provide you with the very best entertainment alternative media has to offer. Thank you to all our supporters who have made us what we are today. Follow us on social media, video, and podcast platforms at Hameen Media Group. Become a subscriber to Hameen Media Group at Patreon.com for great free daily content as well as off-the-top-rope extras. Subscribe to our affiliate Patreon channels with a plethora of fun content on various tiers that will bring tears of joy to your eyes. Vince Russo's The Brand, The Rip Rogers FR Podcast, Stevie Ray TV, Goldilocks, The A Show with Aaron Stevens and April Hunter, The Two-Man Power Trip, Velvet Sky and Angelina Love, The Beautiful People, and now... The Larry Hankin Stories. Support your favorite HMG and independent pro wrestling talent at ProWrestlingTees.com. Enjoy the ultimate meal with Zordos Ultra Premium Extra Virgin Olive Oil. Head over to ZordosOliveOil.com. Start your day with the best cup of joe, bro. Try a fantastic selection of flavorful coffee blends at TheBrosters.com. StevieRichardsFitness.com. Get off that couch and make a healthy change without leaving your home. Amazing resistance band and yoga workout programs at an affordable price that will help you become a band new you. Hear from the pros who live the biz, bro, with talent that have worked for every major organization led by the man who put the attitude back in pro wrestling and in your ear holes. It's gotta be russosbrand.com bro again we'd like to thank you for joining us here at hmg and now it's time to be entertained morons it seems like they're everywhere you turn every single day they invade the headlines Another half-wit criminal with a half-baked scheme. Another social media simpleton going viral. Another Florida man stretching the bounds of stupidity. Or another pack of SJWs throwing a temper tantrum. And that's not even the worst of it. From the empty talking heads on the cable news channels to the humorless hacks in Hollywood to the pea-brain politicians pulling the puppet strings, Everywhere you look, there's another idiot telling you how to live your life. Moron Joe, the man without a brain. Um, I'll have to just circle back. At this point, we don't need to watch anything that Biden does to make fun of him. Yeah, that's true. Like, I mean... I mean, the dude, basically, he doesn't even speak. He just talks simlish. Simlish? Yeah, like... Would you shut up, man? I took a trip up there to the North Pole. I went there, and I vaccinated Santa Claus myself. I was trying to figure out why all the trannies kept getting HIV, so I had to put a dress and a wig on and go back to my favorite gay bars and bathhouses. Uh, but this time I wore my triple masks on account of the COVID. I'll slap you in the face and i say, I demand satisfaction, you son of a bitch. Did you know that an average adult man has 144 pounds of energy? Meat on his body? What? What, what the shit? Oh, it is just groovy, man. I'm telling you, the vibe.
immaculate. Well, Jay and Anissa have had enough. Armed with clever satire, madcap humor, and the craziest cast of characters in podcasting, they're lining up and taking aim at the world of stupidity every single week. Because it is time to go to war. No more on morons. It is Tuesday, August 3rd, 2021, and this is episode 92 of the War on Morons. I'm Jay. And I'm Anissa. Welcome to the show where we act like smartasses and laugh at dumbasses. Yes, thanks for tuning in. Uh, whether you're watching on Gap TV, watching on Rumble, uh, listening on HMG, uh, well, uh, not YouTube, not YouTube. Uh, we got another strike, guys. It finally uh, happened, took them long enough. Well, it's it's like our fourth or fifth strike, I mean... Honestly, uh, we should be getting multiple strikes per episode. Yeah. So they're kind of going easy on us. Well, I just think that, you know, we were, like, I was just talking about in the last episode, you know, our view counts are going up. Uh, even on YouTube, maybe we weren't getting shadow banned as much. Every time that happens is when the strike comes in. <laughs> um, but this is the first time that we've been, like, we're about, we're about ready to strike out. Um, we, I guess the way it works is first they give you a warning, mm-hmm. but then if you clear like a month before they catch you again, then you're back to. But, but right now we have the warning. We've got two strikes. Uh-oh. None of them uh, expire for several months. Um, so yeah, if you're if you're uh, if you're following the show on YouTube, uh, well, you're not going to see us on there for a couple weeks, and don't be surprised when it just gets disappeared. Because if they listen to any single show. They're going to hear, like, ten things that they don't like. So. And, you know, yeah. we're really going to miss them. You know, we're going to miss those ten views a week. <laughs> yeah. I mean, uh, yeah. YouTube, is, it's not exactly... And plus, I've got some beef with YouTube. In fact, I think even though we're not streaming to YouTube today, the Rumble audience, the, the HamiMediaGroup.Podbean.com audience, they need to hear me speak my truth. Okay. I'm going to get this off my chest. And we'll get to the show, but I have to get this off the chest. So, Susan Wojcicki beat me. Susan Susan Wojcicki beat me to death what? with a fire extinguisher. That, that's she not, killed me. That's not true. And then she called me the N-word you can't, multiple times. You can't, what are you talking about? You yes, over and that. over. And then she was beating my dead body with the fire extinguisher. Okay, well now we're going to get sued for slander or lying no, no. or whichever the... I, you didn't see what I was doing there? No. I was giving them what they, what they considered to be acceptable. Wait, what? Oh yeah, I mean our show is misinformation, but apparently... <laughs> You could just make shit like that up, you know. Yeah, you just beat me. I really need some context. Here. Uh, I, mean, I was just making fun of those capital police officers. Ah, uh, you see that whole thing? Uh, yeah. Like they, if there wasn't ever some Jussie Smollett shit, I mean, she, <laughs> yeah, yeah, man, yeah. The, the group of all the protesters, they all gathered around, chanting the N word at me and beating me with the fire extinguisher. Oh wow, that sounds horrible. Can we see like the footage from your uh, from from your officer cam? Um, it was, let me, what if I cry? What if I cry? I can cry on cue. Cause see, the truth doesn't matter, folks, if you're the victim of a hate crime. Even no. if you're not a victim of a hate crime. If you say you're the victim of a hate crime, you can say whatever you want. And YouTube's good with it. So I figured Susan with Jakey, I mean, that's the CEO of YouTube. I could put her in the scene. I could make her into the violent white supremacist terrorist. And then she could, she could really feel alive. I, anyway. 
Enough of that. Honestly, I mean, it's only a only a matter of time till they shut us down. Anyways, I mean, have you heard the latest uh, comedy is no, on the radar? Um, it's just a cover for far right extremism. Are you talking about a thing from the uh, was it the EU? Yep, yep. The EU <laughs> put out a whole report about it. So basically, um, you know, right wing extremists, far right extremists, are using humor and and they say it's not funny anymore. Well, I mean, if it's not supposed to be funny to them. We're calling them morons. We're calling them <laughs> fucking woke tards. I mean, <laughs> no. I, so, so they are very threatened by comedy. They hate memes. They really hate the Pepe the Frog. That's the, that that sets them off more than anything, and that's why people use it so much. It's just it's a stupid stupid cartoon frog. But I mean, liberals don't have a sense of humor. They used to. They used to. They used to be hilarious. You know, Bill Maher's trying to get it back. Yeah. Uh, like I've seen lately, he's like calling this shit out. He's like calling out the the woke nonsense. He's calling out the COVID nonsense. But I see through you. I see right. through you to, uh, was that guy John Stewart? Yeah. 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 I mean. Faking it. Fa- totally faking yeah. it. I mean, let's face it. I mean, if you try to do, I don't, I don't see, uh, I don't see them doing any, uh, stand up routines, uh, on a regular basis at the, uh, at the, palace over in China, or whatever they fucking have. I don't know. I mean, like, I just don't think communists are exactly big on comedy. I mean, it, they they laugh at different things than we do. They do. Like, they laugh at the way somebody twitches when you hang him. Right. Yeah. Right. That's that's funny to them. Or, they, like, they laugh at what they put in the vaccines that they make you take. <laughs> For speaking, real. Sp- speaking of YouTube, I just saw how, uh, how Google, uh, it's a, one big conglomeration over there, mm. Google, Facebook... All of their employees have to do the mandatory vax. I mean, that's got to be funny for them since they've spent the last, what, six months censoring everybody's content and lying to everybody. Oh, yeah, safe and effective. Safe and, but, like, they have to see everything that, get, that they censor. Well, you know, so, I mean, really, honestly, it makes perfect business sense for them to mandate the vaccines for their employees. Have you seen what the people at Google and Facebook make? I mean, <laughs> I'm honestly surprised. Cost-cutting that, routine. Right. I'm, I mean, it's much much cheaper than having to pay out freaking, you know, redundancy packages. Yeah. They're going to be like, oh, I don't know where that uh, 40% of our employees went, but money, money. <laughs> and the rest of them, I mean, we just cut a great Harlem Shake video. Like, you got to see. Is that still a thing? What? You're like, do the Harlem Shake. And then everybody, like, in the office, they all start, like, shaking. That was, like, so... That was such a small moment in time so long ago. They need to so bring it back. Happened. Bring, bring it back because now they'll they'll have like the uh, the COVID shakes. Y'all. You know? I mean, if you work at Google or Facebook <laughs> or any of those tech companies and, and uh, maybe a month ago, maybe a couple weeks ago, they put out a paperwork you needed to sign about some changes to the life insurance policy, <laughs> you might want to go back and reread that. Yeah. Well, you're fucked. <laughs> You're morons. You're mor- speaking speaking of morons, as we always do, Nancy Pelosi. Oh, like I, I'm going to meet you at WrestleMania, Nancy. Because <laughs> she, she's out there stealing our gimmick. She uh, she's calling people morons. Did you see that? She was. I think she's, she's calling people morons. Yeah, she said it to the uh, like to the the GOP minority leader, who frankly is kind of a moron. But I guess he, he was kind of like pushing back against her a little bit because she's forcing. Or she, she's trying to force all of the the House, you know, congressional members to wear masks now mm, again. Yeah. And, like, none of them want to. No. And, like, of course, like, MTG's giving her a lot of shit for it. Um, and, <laughs> and they're like, how come we have to wear masks? We know they don't work. How come we have to wear masks? 
Everybody here's taking this vaccine. I thought it worked. Uh, how come? How come we have to wear masks when you don't, Nancy? We see you without it all the time. And she's and she like had it in her hand. I, I think some reporter asked her about it or something. And she's like shaking it. She's like, it's because it's science, 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 science. And she's like shaking the mask that she's not wearing that she's trying to force everybody else to wear. She'll find them. Uh, and then she goes on to say that uh, Kevin McCarthy or whatever is a moron because he doesn't believe in science. And I just, I, you're not allowed to use that word, Nancy, unless you're looking into a mirror. <laughs> yep, if you've been a contender for War on Morons is Moron of the Year, <laughs> you probably shouldn't go throwing the term around. Right, that's like a, an idiot calling an imbecile dumb. I love I love how she's touting science too. I mean, we all know science uh unfortunately isn't the uh paragon of truth it maybe used to be, um, if it ever was. And uh we're finding that out more and more nowadays as the uh FDA recently oh, yeah. released some new science of their own, extending the shelf life of the Johnson and Johnson vaccine to six months. Wait, so so it was expired. Correct. But then they're like, No, it's not expired. It, it, it lasts another six months. We just, the science told us this. Hey, we just heard, it's like, it's like you're talking to a fucking, uh, a, a witch doctor in the jungle. He's like, I just listened to the science in my head and he told me that uh, I gotta move these vaccines because they're, they're going bad and but I gotta these, make some money here. These people make fun of the fundamentalist Christians who say God speaks to them and yet they're pulling science out of their ass. I mean, it's the same damn thing. Yeah, like Fauci's just a high priest. He's, right. a, he's a high priest witch doctor. Yeah, something for real. He's I mean, I, I honestly think we could have saved ourselves. Shit, we could have probably saved ourselves thousands of dollars over the past year if we've known about this little hack with expiration dates. I oh mean, yeah, uh, if you do it with the groceries. Fuck yeah! <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh shit, the milk's about to go bad. Nah, nah, no, nah. it's not. We got it's good till December. <laughs> no, it smells really rancid. I I drank some. I got, I threw up all over the place. The no, no, no. Hold on, hold on. Let me get a sharpie. Look at that. It's good till 2022. Honestly, though, I think this is a positive thing. I think this is a step in the right direction, if you will, because even if it's stupid, I know I for sure would prefer, a, a much prefer, actually, an expired version of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine to the active duty one. Wouldn't yeah. you? Yeah, I mean, you might get a slightly less peristera uh, euthanized. Yeah. <laughs> peristera euthanized. The Jelaine Barre syndrome might just wear off a little bit quicker. Yeah, only half of your body gets paralyzed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, enough of this. Uh, the craziest headline that I'll do it this week. I, yes. I've got a headline that I could have found room in the stack for. Sure. But I didn't want to type this into the show description. That's fair. I, I'm looking at it now, and it is quite nauseating. No. So please take it away. But, I, I... but I'll talk all about it now. Oh, so boy. a so-called journalist um, named Flora Gill... Never heard of her, but I think she's going to make some waves now. Yeah, so she went on Twitter, and she apparently thought it was for everything that came into her head, and, and that she should just let the world know all of her spare thoughts. Because that's what journalists do. They think things, and then they publish them as fact. Yeah, so her um, her tweet was that she thinks there needs to be entry-level pornography for children. I'm sorry. 
Yes, yes, kids need to be able to see pornography that they can relate to. How is it that she hasn't been hung up in the streets and beaten to death with rocks? No, it's because she, like, she's very woke. She wants porn for kids. No, 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 that's Woke not- porn for kids. Because, no, no, her her explanation, because, you know, she, she thought that... Oh, yes, because we, w- we want more of her genius uh, thoughts here, her sick point of view. Please oh, no, no, elaborate. You, you, well, no, no, no. She, she's coming from a very good place. So she says, young teens are already watching porn. Okay. So they need to have porn for kids. Okay, okay, she, she did, she did elaborate further. So she said that the porn that the, the kids are out, out there watching now, it's too hardcore. It's too aggressive. It doesn't give them the right view of sex. So they need entry level porn where everyone asks for consent. <laughs> she wants Christian porn? I don't think it had anything to do with Christ. I, <laughs> I mean, I've heard of, I've heard of the Christians and like, you know, like making it's like a weird. Hold on, is that a thing? Christian porn? Yeah, there's even Mormon porn where like they wear the special clothes with like the sheets with the holes in it. There's that's a lot. Yeah, that's got to be a parody. I mean, yeah, but still, I mean, the the leftists are so sick that they're. I think they're going far right. No, I think that I, I think that this is just ju- justification for kidding porn. Well, that's true. Because like she, her original tweet was just one like two sentences. Quote. Someone needs to create porn for children. Hear me out. Don't think I will. Let me stop you right there, yeah. Matt. Well, I, mean, I, don't think, I don't think anybody <laughs> wants to hear you out on that one. But the best thing is, like, of course, this went super viral on Twitter. Everyone tore into her. I mean, some people were just making fun of her. Others were horrified, as you would be when someone's advocating for child pornography. Uh, and then the next day, she's like, I deleted my tweet. Why are they still talking about me? I, I deleted the tweet so it wouldn't pick up steam. Obviously, it wasn't the actual solution. Just take a deep breath. I love I love her follow-up to that. I really think if someone quickly deletes a tweet, it should not be screenshotted and shared. Like, just let it die, you know? She wants a mulligan. She wants a child pornography mulligan. Somebody investigate Flora Gale. Something tells me she has a lot of uh, inappropriate pictures of minors <laughs> stored on her computer. That is fucking creepy as shit. Yeah, we'll find out. We'll find out. Anyway, she'll probably be like the prime minister ten years from now. Oh, the way things are going. God. Anyway, if you want to join the show today, give us a call. Um, on our hotline, it's 813-906-9099. Or you can email us at thewaronmorons at gmail.com. You can find us on social media. We're all over the place. Uh, MeWe, Gab, Telegram, Facebook. Facebook! Eh, technically. Eh. YouTube. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. Uh, we're on Twitter, but we don't tweet about child pornography. So, not even once. You know. So we're probably not a not an interesting follow there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and we're not going to get retweeted tens of thousands of times. We don't delete our tweets quick enough for that. No. no. <laughs> <laughs> and if, <coughs> if you really want to support the show, go to our online shop, get one of our new t-shirts. Yep. Bonfire.com slash WOM podcast. But that's enough of that. Time for the stack of stupidity. All right. All right. So just when you thought it couldn't be any worse in California, of course, with the lockdowns looming, mask mandates... Trannies in every classroom, more <laughs> shit on the streets than sand on the beaches. You know the drill. Uh, well, just when you thought it couldn't be any worse, 
they went and canceled bacon. I mean, this is less surprising than some of the things you could have told me, honestly. I mean, I we just went out to eat yesterday, and I have to imagine the people that sat at the table next to us for, were from California. And some... I mean, the whole crowd was horrific, but there was one woman in particular who was broadcasting to the entire restaurant, <laughs> which was not a vegan restaurant, no. why she's vegan and all the horrors that come with meat processing. So, I mean... Like, you know how they butcher the pigs? Let me tell you. Have you ever seen a video of a stockyard? People are trying to eat their freaking hamburger. It was ridiculous. <laughs> and, you know, you just know that they're from California. So this yeah. this is not shocking. Yeah, I don't know why they uh, they keep leaving the state. It seems like such a nice place. <laughs> I know. Um, but you think she would be so happy there. They just banned bacon. <laughs> they ban well, the best thing is, I don't think these people even realize that they basically bad bacon. So they they have these ballot initiatives out in California where, um, you know, you get enough signatures, it gets on the ballot, nobody really reads them or understands them. They're probably high when they go to vote. Okay. And every once in a while, something really fucking weird passes because people don't, you know, bet it thoroughly enough. So there's an animal welfare initiative that on the face of it, it sounds great. You know, treat the farm animals a little better. Don't, like, torture them before you butcher them. Sure. But only 4% of the pork uh, farms in the country would even live up to these standards. They, they basically, they want the pigs to have more rights than the human beings out there. Okay, so we're not just talking about not animal cruelty at this point. We're talking about, like, giving them shiatsu massages on your lunch break, basically. Yeah. Okay, okay. Just making sure we're clear, because I'm all for not torturing animals before you <laughs> eat them. But we don't need to go painting their toenails, okay? Like, you know, let's find a balance. No, they're too busy torturing their residents. <laughs> um, so so it's it's going to be so bad out there that just getting any pork is, well, it's going to be expensive. It's going to be difficult. And uh, everyone's saying that California is going to face a great bacon crisis. I mean, 96% of hog operations aren't going to be able to comply. That's that's a lot. It sounds like a great opportunity for the folks at Beyond Meat to corner a new portion of the meat market. More more fake meat that, that tastes like dog food. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, what this this is just going to breed innovation for the capitalists. I mean, think of all the bacon imitation you could make out of crickets, for instance. I mean, they're full of protein. You know, this is this is soy. You know, that's very healthy for you. If they can figure out a way to make bacon out of human fecal matter, I mean, somebody in California is going to be rich. That'll save water, too. And California has a <laughs> lot of drought, so. Yeah. There, could you imagine, like, everything, everything there. You, you can't leave your house. No. They're on lockdown, like, basically permanently. Right. Um, you're not, they, they make you take these weird vaccines that right. do God knows what to you. And then they don't even let you eat a simple fucking strip of bacon. Well, why should you want to do that? I mean, there's so many great alternatives. If I live there, I'd want to eat a gun. Yeah, well, I mean, like I said, <laughs> so many great alternatives. I probably wouldn't be allowed to have one, though. So, <laughs> Speaking yeah. of the Golden State, apparently San Francisco didn't think it had enough restrictions in place on its citizens. So not only is California laying down the law, San Francisco, the city, is going even further. Exciting. Now they'll need a COVID pass just to get a beer. That's right. No vaccination, no alcohol. I mean, 
What the hell? Like, you can't even have a fucking beer? Oh, no, 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 no. If you want to go to the bar and get a cocktail or beer, you know, all the things that they promised that you could do when they reopen <laughs> right. society. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, now you're going to have to prove that you've been vaccinated with a experimental vaccine. It's not approved. That doesn't work. That might kill you. Right. You, you probably know, shouldn't be mixing alcohol with it anyway. That's true. <laughs> God. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. I mean, it's... It, it, you, you know what? I'm surprised they haven't marketed it better, though. What, like, give you a free a, a free shot? A shot for a shot! A shot for a shot. A shot for a shot, yeah, folks. I mean, jeez, we could we, we could be out there. We could be in their marketing department. You know, if we were on the other side of things, we'd be the evil geniuses running this operation. Yeah, it makes me wonder, though, are you still allowed to purposely give somebody AIDS in California? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, I remember they took they took that off of the books recently. They were like, you know what? You know, we, we really have to take a cold virus with a 99.98% survival rate. Super, super serial, guys. But sodomizing somebody and giving them HIV, that's, I mean, that's not even a misdemeanor. Yeah. I mean, you know, honestly, if you don't want HIV, you're probably homophobic. Exactly. Right. Shit. I mean, as long as you've been double COVID vaxxed, you know, somebody needs to start fucking, you know... What, like weaponizing it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Are you saying that somebody needs to, like, give Gavin Newsom AIDS? I mean, I didn't say it. It would probably be easier to do that to Kamala. Well, she'd have to leave the White House for that. God knows she's not letting Biden out of her sight. The minute he drops dead, she is, uh... (laughs) I saw something the other day where she's the most... I mean, they're out and admitting it. She's got, like, the lowest approval rating of a vice president in, like, decades. That's not surprising. I mean, nobody likes her. No, she didn't even make it to the primaries. Yeah, that's the reason Biden's still around. Biden is, like, he's gotten to the point where, like, next week, I wouldn't be surprised if, like, he's giving a speech or something and he literally drops his pants in public. Like, he, I don't know if you saw this, a few days ago, he was, like, giving some kind of address and, like, he had, like, drool <laughs> coming out of his mouth. And then somebody, like, hands him a note. And the note got on camera. And it said, like, Mr. President, uh, wipe your face. And he's like, eh, eh, whatever, man. And they're like, look at the note. Read the note. And he's like, oh. And then he's like, oh, a booger. And he eats it. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, he's eating boogers. He's telling people that he wiped his ass. He... I mean, he's progressed past the point of just being creepy. He's a a baby. Honestly, it's like, if you think about it, this is like a sitcom that they would have made 10 years ago. It's like gotten to the point where you can no longer parody it. Joe Biden, who's the president of the United States, supposedly, is running around acting like a three-year-old. And Kamala Harris is like the villain who is like... Not subtly walking around, following him around with a pillow, just waiting for him to be sedated enough that she can fucking suffocate him. And she's not very sneaky because she cackles every two seconds. She's like, (laughs) (laughs) it's like fucking Pinky in the brain. Jesus, I mean, yeah, it's and and the best part is watching how the media has to react to it because you've got like the mainstream media, the the left wing propaganda media. And they have to pretend that they think this guy is presidential and that he's smart and that he's a, a great leader. And he's out there and he's like munching on a booger. And they're just like, 
oh, he's our president. He's 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 uh, obviously he's in deep thought. He's contemplating how he's going to lead us further out of this crisis. And he's like, "It's right. I I I think I made a poo poo. <laughs> I, I think I think can, uh, can, uh, where's my where's Jill to change my diaper?" And they're like, "Oh, look at Biden. He's 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 really he's really giving us a a lot of insight." Honestly, <laughs> folks. Honestly, folks, if you're in California, you better go get vaccinated. I support it 100%. Are you still living in California? Go get vaccinated. I'll endorse it. I want all Californians to be vaccinated. Get your beer. You need to be drinking. (laughs) That is the only goddamn thing that makes sense at this point. You're voting for this shit? You need to be drunk as hell all the time. Yeah. And and if you thought San Francisco bars had weird COVID rules... uh, well, it gets even weirder across the pond. So this is not surprising. Yeah, England. I don't know what the hell's going on over there now. So there's a pub in London that is banning eye contact. You know, we've gone from you know maintain six feet to wash your hands and use you know hand sanitizer to wear a mask to don't stare at people. They might give you COVID. hard to wrap my head around. Apparently they think people uh, have like uh, like laser eyes to shooting the, the coronavirus. What some, it, some bar called the London Fields and I, they've got like a, a card that they hand you when you walk in and it tells you all the different things that you have to do if you want to sit down and have a pint. So like they make you put on some hand sanitizer, they make right. you put on the mask and they make sure that you know no extended eye contact. You know, I have to imagine the only thing that makes sense about this, honestly, the like knowing how it's going, if you walk into that bar, let's say you're one of those drunks who starts crying when you're drunk, you know, maybe you're sad about something and, and the tears start flowing when the alcohol loosens you up a little and you can feel your feelings again. I have to imagine that if somebody starts drunk crying at this bar, the only possible reaction from the staff is that they all fucking put on hazmat suits and forcibly (laughs) remove you. Now, I think that this is just another example of somebody using COVID to, like, take care of another agenda that they have. What the fuck could the agenda be? There's probably some motherfucker in that bar that's always staring at people. (laughs) And they're like, oh, what what, what are we going to do about Peepa Pete here? He's always, he just got his bug eyes and he's just staring all the time. He doesn't even drink. He just stares. He's staring at me now. I know what we can do. We can make a rule say it's a COVID. We make it. You stare at someone, give them COVID. Oh my that's, god! That's that's how it went down. I, Yikes! I don't know. Moving on. That was stupid. <laughs> it's all stupid. Mm. Good point. <laughs> oh man. Well, uh, you know. Meanwhile, back in California, if you go back to the uh, beautiful state of California, we'll mine it dry. Oh yeah. <laughs> The media has now started bringing its vaccine shaming to the animal kingdom. So basically, um, I found a story in the news where in California, they are shaming the fact that a leopard in a zoo was not vaccinated. <laughs> How does this come up? Like, like, are they supposed to be? <laughs> I mean... Like, look at that monkey. He's not wearing a face mask. You know, I... Call Fauci. <laughs> For real. That that elephant is he's he's inside that other elephant's bubble. That's not six, six feet. feet. Six feet. <laughs> like it's unbelievable. So th- this is how they reported it. An unvaccinated snow leopard at the San Diego Zoo has contracted COVID nineteen. 
the nine-year-old male snow leopard had a cough and a runny nose. Oh, well. Better put it down. I mean, you have to. Yeah, as, as, I mean, you got to harambe that thing. It's, it's, it's worse than if it was about to kill a kid. Because the, the, the coronavirus, I mean, you sneeze. You basically just killed like nine people. Isn't, isn't that how it works now? Is yeah. Is that math? Yeah. I, 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 you know, I know you mentioned like, are they vaccinating animals now? Well, apparently the answer is yes. Some zoos are starting to vaccinate their animals. You know, the, the, the vaccine hasn't even been approved for humans yet. But well, I mean, they got to do the animal tests at some point, I guess. Oh, well, you know, that's a good point. And, I mean, we are going down that road where, you know, we, we might end up eating zoo animals. What, so are we gotta the make animal, sure. what are the animal cruelty activists on the left supposed to think about this? I mean, they, they probably approve it. They're like, oh, thank God, they're not going to get the COVID. Don't we, they, like, prefer to not have animal testing in their cosmetics? It's not, it's not testing. It's, it's safe and effective. I see. Facebook told me. Yikes. Yeah, anyway, speaking of uh, <laughs> bad cats, there's a little funny one, a little light one. Getting us away from all the vax stuff. Oh, oh, you mean vaccinating snow leopards wasn't light enough for you? Let's go. All right, so we're going to go to Spain, where the police had to respond to a noise complaint. Okay. Um, they get to the get to the house where they were called on, which was just blasting music, and they found that it was empty. Oh. Nobody was there. Oh, was it haunted? Oh, no. It was not a ghost. Do not call uh, Zach Bagans. Don't call Amy <laughs> Allen. It was a cat. A cat managed to sneak inside the house, turn on the stereo, and crank it up so loud that the police got cold. Um, are we sure this was a cat, not like an alien that like had taken on the form of a cat? Because that's that, pretty that advanced. Just really like Ted Nugent. Yeah, I'm, I'm assuming. I guess in my head they had to be listening, like cat scratch fever. <laughs> I think that would be that, like you know, like da 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 da. Yeah, that would that'd that be would loud. That that'd be it. raucous. That would do it. Um, but no, I guess this is actually the owner's cat. Oh, okay. So it's um, not just like some random cat. So it's not a stray cat. that snuck in. Okay. The owner was away from home, and this was not even the first time. He says that his cat has the habit of turning on his musical equipment with his paw, and, and, and he knows how to move the volume wheel. So this is like a, 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 a nice, fun game for the cat. <laughs> God, can you imagine living with this animal in your home? You just try to catch some Z's, and you know he knows what he's doing too. Like if you don't, yeah. if you don't feed the cat on time, oh fuck you, he's gonna man. be fucking cranking you, some Ozzy up. You come home late from vacation and you miss his feeding time by thirty minutes. Oh, it's gonna be a problem. He's like, I used meow. It was not effective. Let me try. Then I turned on the Slipknot. Right, right, right. You know, at this point, maybe having a built-in home stereo might not be the right course of action for you, sir. Yeah, you gotta cat-proof that shit. Right. Gotta, gotta, I, yeah. Anyway, we're gonna call here. Um, area code 757. Hmm. All, All right. right. Well, caller, you're on with the War on Morons. Go ahead and give us your name and where you're calling from. Hi, this is Mindy in Norfolk. Hey, Mindy. And- How's it going? say that's a little weird, but we just had a story about a cat, so why not? Yeah, I mean, you know, us, you know, 
lot of fun about that cat cracking up the stereo. But I got to tell you, I mean, that is, that is nothing compared to what I've been dealing with this fine Mr. Mittens boy. I tell you, he used to be the goodest boy in all the land. You know, everybody loved him, and he's still so cute. But I tell you, I think he's gotten into some bad influences. What's he doing? Is he uh, is he hanging out with the uh, the alley cats in the neighborhood? Oh, it's worse than that. Somehow he's gotten exposed and addicted to pornography. What? Yes, I know. It sounds crazy, but just last month alone, he managed to rack up three hundred dollars worth of pay per view charges. This is really weird, Mindy. I... I know! I know! Ever since I had that suspicious cat sitter, Mr. Whitson has been hypersexual. And it's only got worse. Now, he doesn't just watch the pornography when I'm sleeping. He wakes up my whole apartment complex. I think he hears the word pussy and, and thinks it has something to do with the cat, maybe? I don't know. But, I mean, they're not, they're not doing anything with cats in these videos, thank God. He's, I, I, I'm kind of struggling to understand the mechanics of this. Your cat, well, is, he's accessing porn on your, on your cable? Yes, and you know, I, I, I have to admit, I didn't get with him at first. I thought maybe, you know, with a haunting. But, um, he's very dexterous. I, I put up security cameras to catch him in the ass, and he's very brazen now with it, too. He doesn't care if I come out and yell at him. He keeps watching. His eyes are glued <laughs> to the screen. I, I don't even know what to do with him. I tried spraying him with water. I tried bringing in a cat trainer. Give him a cold shower. I might have to. I might have something got to give. He'll, he'll find the TV remote no matter where I hide it. He uses his little mittens to, to hit the buttons. I don't know where he wants it. And he just goes straight to the to the porno section. He starts buying those pay-per-views, huh? Yeah, I, I couldn't believe it at first. I don't know what kind of pervert he's been hanging out with or how he got in touch with them, but... You know, me and my neighbors would like to have a word with that person because, you know, I, I'm getting complaints now. People think I'm some kind of pervert blasting pornography at 3 a.m. <laughs> yeah, and you tell your neighbors that it's actually the cat that's uh, turning it on? Oh, you betcha I did. But, you know, would you believe they don't believe me a word I'm saying? They think I'm a crazy person. <laughs> I mean, I, I gotta say, I... I don't know if I, uh, I would necessarily believe the story myself, but I'll take your word for it, Mindy, as porno cat. I just don't know what I'm gonna do, but if you, uh, if you hear from any animal experts on this, please give them my number. I need some help. Alright, Mindy, we'll, uh, we'll be on the lookout. Thank you a lot. Bye. I, um, I really don't, uh, I don't know where to go after that. I'm, I'm, I'm really counting our blessings with uh, the cat we got. I thought she was badly behaved, but apparently she's a uh, she's an angel. Yeah, I, I mean that. 
Jeez, lady. All right. Okay, let's just... How about... Florida man. Yeah, uh, let's, Florida, roll, let's roll in, into Florida in, in, in man. In fact, we can kind of transition this because, you know, we, we're talking about the leopards. We're talking about the, the crazy uh, the, the crazy cats turning on your TV or your radio. Well, I've got a cat story and a Florida man story in one. Oh, boy. I thought yeah. we were moving away from cats altogether. But uh, let's, let's, let's we'll do transition this. away from the cats. Yeah, so right. Let's go down to Jacksonville. Ah. We're at the Jacksonville Zoo. Some idiot... Put his hand into the jaguar den. You know that that doesn't sound like the best move. I gotta be honest. Yeah, and I mean he 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 didn't just like it wasn't like it was accessible. He had to jump over a gate. So there's a there's a range of the, uh, there's like a there's like a, a wall separating it. Okay, I was about to ask because like I know Jacksonville isn't like the shiniest, uh, greatest city in America or even Florida, but. I had to say, like you can just stick your hand in the jaguar enclosure. No, no, okay. he, he, you know you have to you have to work at it. Okay. So he did. So he jumped over a gate at the range of the jaguar exhibit at the uh, Jacksonville Zoo last week, and he decided it was a great idea to like stick his hand into the pen and I don't know shake his could, hand. Yeah, or shake his paw. Right. Sure. That makes perfect sense. Yeah. Well, one of them obliged. Huh. <laughs> so so um, uh, yeah, he got mauled. Good, 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 yeah. good, good. He didn't get killed, but they clawed Damn. him up pretty good. Um, they, <laughs> the employees had to clean up a bunch of his blood. They had to take him to go get his arm bandaged up. Honestly, he's it could have been a lot worse. Yeah, but, or better. I, I love the quote about this. Um, apparently, he was egging on the jaguars before um, jumping down there. And um, what was he doing? Shaking his ass at him? I Did he moon them? I do not know. <laughs> Um, and then apparently the, the deputy zoo director was quoted as saying, this is an individual that wasn't using his head. Well, I mean, if he was, he'd be, you know, they would have fucking clawed it off. Yeah, you're, you're damn right he wasn't <laughs> using his head. He was using his hand, apparently. And you know what? The zoo is very proud to say this is the only time in 11 years since the Jaguar exhibit opened um, that anyone has been injured by them. Oh, well, very good. Are they going to put up a sign? Like, it's been how many days since our last mauling? Good good job, Florida man, and good job, Florida Zoo. Honestly. Yeah. All right, well, if that wasn't dumb enough for you, another Florida man tried to walk on water all the way to New York. Walk on water to New York? Oh, yes. Why don't you just walk on, like, asphalt? Like, if if you want to walk to New York, I mean, look at a map, guy. You don't have to... Oh, no, 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 no. Walking alongside I-95 would be far too dangerous. Much better in the height of summer and hurricane season at that um, to strap yourself into a giant plastic hamster ball that has no openings for oxygen. What? Put yourself out on the Atlantic Ocean and start walking north. A, A hamster wheel? Yeah, haven't you seen these things? Like the giant, um, you know, like plastic bubbles or whatever. This was, this was kind of different. So basically what he had is he had constructed some sort of like giant human-sized hamster wheel of fuckery. And it had inflatables on the sides of it. And then he was in a cage in the middle of it. And the idea was that the inflatables would float and keep his cage above water. And he's just going to 
walk in a giant human hamster wheel up the Atlantic Ocean to New York. Well, that was apparently his plan. Now, sadly, his plan was thwarted by uh, many a concerned citizen (laughs) calling in the fact that this man was apparently adrift. Um, They probably thought he was like a Cuban refugee. Yes. um, They're like, oh, quick, bring him to shore. He escaped Castro's Cuba. And then they're like, oh, no, he's just an asshole from Daytona. Well, according, his name is Reza, and according to his website, runwithreza.org, um, he has a dream to run through all 194 recognized countries in the world to inspire us and unite us as a people. And his dream is to share the lives of people around the world with complete transparency. It's hard to know how he will a- a- achieve this when he's clearly going to die by drowning much, much sooner than he can ever visit 194 countries. Yeah, it says in 2016 he tried to run from Boca Raton, Florida to Bermuda in, a, <laughs> in an inflatable plastic plastic bubble. This man should be on a watch list. <laughs> No, he should be on, like, uh, TLC. He should have his own TV show. <laughs> like, uh, just, like, different I, you know, death contraptions. Honestly, this man probably is on a watch list, and that's why he has to resort to this <laughs> shit. I don't think they'd let this kind of lunatic on a plane. Yeah, I don't think he wants to go on a plane. No, I don't. No. Like, I think he's making the best of it's like It's like he, he's taking contraptions from that show Wipeout. You ever see that wait, one? Wait, 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 wait. Where they got the giant balloons and they knock people out? It gets better. This is the third fucking time he's done this. So there was this time in the giant hamster wheel. Okay. There was a 2016 when he tried to run to Bermuda. <laughs> in 2014, the Coast Guard had to rescue him. <laughs> After receiving a report about a disoriented man in a bubble off the coast of Miami. <laughs> wait, 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 Eddie, Eddie. Alright, so he, the Coast Guard tried to rescue him. He was running around inside of a bubble in Miami and he was asking for directions to Bermuda. They were like, Sir, are you lost? Are you a refugee? Can we help you? Can we give you water? And he said, No, 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 man. I got my energy bars and I got like a, a tuna pouch. I just need to know which way is Bermuda. <laughs> he refused help. He sent the Coast Guard away. <laughs> Three days later, they had to rescue him with a helicopter. And it cost $144,000 to do so. And the, and the best thing is, there, there's more. There's more. So <clears throat> he's doing all of this, he says, to raise money <laughs> for the Coast Guard and for our well, first responders. I would think he would have to, <laughs> considering he probably owes them a million dollars. Oh, wow. I mean, that's, this is, this is incredible. I can't believe this is a real story. Can you imagine if you're just, like, out on a, on a boat, you're doing, like, some deep sea fishing or something? <laughs> or, or you're, like, you know, you're, you're just floating around, you know, drinking Scuba some beers. snorkeling or yeah, something. Yeah, you know, as, as normal people do in Florida. You're just out on your boat, and then you look over to your left, <laughs> and you see some motherfucker <laughs> running like a gerbil. <laughs> I love this guy. You know what I love the most about him is his level of preparedness. Yeah. Um, he was planning to survive on protein bars, tuna, 
seawater purified through a filter, Gatorade, and my personal favorite, chewing gum for seasickness. So apparently he gets seasick doing this. Well, and, and, yes, and the chewing gum, it, it can double as a flotation device in his oh, world. Oh, God. He's, <laughs> he's a man that tries to travel thousands of miles in inflatables and balloons. I could see him like, oh, Honestly, oh shit, my, my vessel's been popped by a shark. <laughs> Honestly, the Coast Guard has done enough for this man. At this point, we should just let nature take its course. Yeah, but hopefully do that on uh, on Discovery Channel or something. Oh, I yes. want to see it happen. I want a documentary on yeah. this motherfucker, absolutely. All right, well, I, I really don't know if I can top that last story. I don't story. think anybody can. But we do have more idiots. So <clears throat> a 76-year-old Florida man has been arrested for performing a botched castration on some guy that he met on a eunuch fetish website. I feel like this is the second time we've come across an article like this. I think it's a thing now. I think this is one of the one of the letters after L, G, B, T, and, and P. Uh, it's E for eunuch. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So apparently this is a DIY thing. DIY <laughs> eunuch nonetheless. Yeah. This is a thing now where these guys, they, they meet each other on weird message boards online. They go to like a motel room somewhere. And then out come the knives and off come the balls. Um, so uh, this guy's 76. He was the uh, the doctor uh, uh, of the uh, of the hookup. Oh. And I was about to say, if you've went 76 years with those balls, you might as well just go another five. I mean, damn. I, well, I guess that the way it works is, um, you know, one's a giver and, and one's a taker. Oh, I wait, guess. so he's going to have four balls? I don't think he sews them on. I just think he... I, I don't... I don't really know how to talk about this. He he <laughs> he invited over another older gentleman, a fifty-five-year-old. This guy, his balls have just become a burden to him. I mean, I'm and looking at the mugshot of this seventy-six-year-old. <laughs> he does not look like a trustworthy man. <laughs> Doesn't look like so. I I I don't think that they had any um any anesthesia. I, I don't I think have, this was a sterile I, operation. I feel like there's so many things you could do before you get to chopping your dick off as a hobby or performing back alley surgeries. Like, if you need something to do, sir, you live in Florida. Find a nice retirement community. Do Take up shuffleboarding, surfing, swimming, uh, paragliding, yeah, fucking not, crocheting. They, they, they look at you very, very um, disdainfully if you start, you know, whipping out your knife to chop off people's testicles yeah, I would on think, the shuffleboard I would, court. I would think that that would be a turnoff. You're right. So you're that's right. why he doesn't do these things. Yeah. Um, he's, yeah, he, yeah, he did a, a three-hour procedure Jesus that left the guy bleeding so uncontrollably that uh, I think he had to be airlifted. Yeah, he had to be airlifted to Tampa General. <laughs> he almost died. <laughs> but, um, this is what he wanted. This, this is, they, they, you know, what What do they say? Love is love, man. I don't think this was an act of love. Hey, man, we can't judge them. Yes, we can. <laughs> yes, we can. All Meanwhile, right. also in Tampa, the local police department is finding a surprising new place to put your tax dollars, quite literally. Where's that? The strip club. Oh, so in a thong. Correct. Correct. I'm Correct. glad I don't live in Tampa anymore. <laughs> Jesus. So, Can you imagine that looking at your tax bill and then looking at this in the paper? <sighs> it, it, it's honestly, it's pretty bad, but it's not that bad. So Tampa police officers and a sergeant um, spent $421 at a strip club. 
And uh, basically that was 421 taxpayer dollars, nonetheless, um, without a clear explanation for why. So basically a sergeant and took took members of his squad to the to the strip club as one does. And uh, it's a morale building exercise. I mean, a police officer, it's a very stressful job. You got to beat the trash out of people for not wearing masks. You got to kick their doors in for not being vaccinated. I mean, you know how it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> they got to kill some stress. Go down There's... to the uh, go down to the strip club. Yeah, you know, I mean, honestly, did he expense this or something? Like, how did they find out? Yeah, they all gave very conflicting reasons about why they were there. Um, the investigation confirmed that there there was a shooting. Uh, a dancer at the club may have had ties to the case. Um, but the title of the operation they were on when they uh, spent this money at the strip club made no reference to that shooting, which obviously caused confusion. Um, so they uh, spent that money at the strip club. They spent three hours of time at the strip club on the clock. Um, and they apparently uh, made no no progress on the case. They did not find any information at all. Oh, they were yeah, we're just here investigating the shooting anyway. Uh, we want to we left dance with that one right there. I want a gin and tonic. And, uh, oh, oh, great. You got a cigarette machine? Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Hey, you want, you want to get a lap dance too? Like, that's basically what happened. Yeah, yeah. But, and, and in a separate incident in 2019, mm-hmm. um, this, this same, um, sergeant gave an officer in his squad $300 of department money to buy custom gold teeth. So, clearly... It's almost like they're, they're using the, the department money to shoot rap videos. It is almost like that. It I, is almost like that, yes. I, yeah. I, can't, wait to, I can't wait to see the, uh, the video drop. Oh, I'm across. looking forward to it. Anyway, in our last story out of Florida this week, Florida man is sought by the police for stealing WWE title belts and Sheamus' necklace. Honestly, I just have to say I am impressed because WWE doesn't uh, doesn't screw around with their security. So how did he pull this one off? Well, um, he snuck into the building during one of their shows. It was between twelve midnight and two in the morning. This is not even this is not even a moron. This is like a genius. Nobody's been able to pull this shit off before. No, although the the what's that other one? The A A E W. Yeah. Chris Jericho got drunk off his ass and lost the belt well, in Tallahassee. Yeah, I mean, come on. Maybe it was not... the same guy. Maybe he's building a collection at home. He's like, man, I, I got this fucking AEW belt, but that's kind of gay. Yeah. I got to get the WWE thing. I, my hero, Sheamus, I need to get his necklace. This man hasn't <laughs> even been caught. No. He, I mean, he, uh, he's on a surveillance video. Um, he went in there with like a golf case or a hockey bag or something. And, uh, yeah. He, I think that does that make him the champ now? Yeah. Yeah. I would love to see him cut a promo. Yeah. Hey, WWE, you stupid motherfuckers! <laughs> I've got your belt, and I've got your necklace, and I'm ready to. You know, honestly, if you're an indie wrestler and you haven't pulled this stunt, what the fuck have you been doing? I mean, that's probably the first place to look. If 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 you're trying to figure out who this was, a lot of indie shows in Florida. You're you're gonna see, you're gonna see some guy come out to Seamus's music. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fella! Anyway, I don't know where we're going with this. I don't either. But luckily, we're getting a call uh, from area code four three two. So uh, I guess it's my turn. All right. Have All fun. right. Hello, area code four three two. You're on with the war on morons. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. Yeah, this is Longhorn Flanagan uh, calling from Odessa, Texas. 
and before we get to it, I'm just going to say this to all all those fans out there of the Texas terrorist. Hook them on. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to work on that uh, that ring name there, buddy. Uh, still going by Texas terrorist, huh? I am. I am the Texas terrorist. I've been. Dang it, man! I've been the Texas terrorist since uh, about. Let's say it was, it was the. It was about 1980 that I first started using it. Cause see, I was working heel back then and terrorism was a real, uh, real big deal, I guess. Cause, uh, cause you, you had them, them boys out in like Beirut. You had yeah, them boys in Iran and what yeah, have you. And I said, you know, I could be. It's still not super popular. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm a Texas terrorist. So, you know, I do terrorism for Texas. And for America, you know, I'll, I'll put your balls in a vice. I'll put you in a, in a cattle stunner. I'll, I, I might blow up your, uh, blow up your office. You know, it d- depends on what you did to earn it. But yeah, that's that's a story for you know, that's a tale for a different day. <laughs> well, sure. I mean, it, it definitely sounds like a crime. Um, so don't feel free not to elaborate on no, it's show just about wrestling, that. man. It's just. It's just wrestling, you know. Yeah. When it when it comes to wrestling, you can do things that might could be on the other side of the law. Uh, like I remember back in, oh, I think this was back in '86. I was fighting this engine. Uh, it, they called him uh, Crazy Horse, uh, cr- Crazy Horse, the the Red Red Man, or something like okay, that. Well, that is very and, offensive. Well, no, see, he's, what I, what I did is I got him in a lasso and, and I, I hooked him into the lasso and, and then I took him and I hung him. Jesus Christ, uh, you know, Longhorns! God! Well, I had to do it because he scalped my best friend. Oh, see, I was in a tag God. team with Pistol Pete. And, well, I mean, we're, it, long story short, the right man won that day and, and the red man hung that day. The only um, reason yeah. I'm allowing you to continue talking on our show is because I think you might terrify some folks from the West Coast away from moving to states like Texas. So, oh, why yeah, you, you know, they ain't moving no death. <laughs> yeah, if it, well, I, I, either way, though, I had to had to call in. I'm Boy, for for I go down a trip down memory lane with you. Uh, you, you were talking about uh WWF or whatever. Um, they lost the title belt, huh? Well, they didn't. They didn't lose it. Um, they were stolen. Yeah, they coughed it up. It, it, it sounds like someone came by and they just uh, they just made off with with the titles. They made off with um, what was he? He got a necklace or something. Yeah, yeah, Seamus's necklace. I don't, I don't follow What's it, so I don't really know what the flag? significance is there. But yeah. Um, I tell you, these boys these days, uh, for, that's why it happened. I mean, it, it, I mean, you're right. You're right. It's, it's probably a mark that they did it, but it's because these boys these days they ain't fighters, man. Like, but back in my day, you know, I, I, I'm sure I'm a wrestler, and and yeah, and, and I, you might even could say I'm a performer, but 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 first, before anything else, I'm a fighter, and and and, and I really could kill a man. With my bare hands, and, and I have too. I have. Well, don't and, don't say that, okay? Um, yeah. Well, I want all the kids to know. Please. You know, when they see me in that ring, you're looking at a, at a you know a stone cold killer, right? And, and right. you're looking at a, what? Well, I mean, 
Longhorn, you've already admitted to at least two crimes since you called in. No, it's it's just wrestling. It's all right. But but you know you say this Seamus. Yeah, you know, I'm a picture man. He's probably some kind of leprechaun or something. Might be some kind of gimmick like that. Um, these, <laughs> yeah, I don't even want to call them wrestlers. These boys today, I mean, they're, they're little skinny boys or they're fat boys or, you know, they might even could be a girl. They can't even, they could never kill a man. They could never be a man to death. And, and, and you see them in the ring, you just want to spit. And, and that's what I tell the kids at my wrestling school. I say, look, we, we don't got to learn how to lock up. We don't got to learn no, you know, toe drag, none of that bullshit. What we're going to do is we're going to learn how to fight. We're going to learn how to kill. And, and we're going to learn how to take a beating like a man. So I, I just beat the living uh, shit out of them. You, you know, that, that's how, that's, you know, the first few months I'm just beating, beating their ass. To, to within an inch of their life. And then I, a little after that is when I teach them, you know, it's time for them to start beating the shit out of each other. And when I feel like they've been toughened up enough, you know, it's time to smarten them up to the business. And that's when we go to, uh, we'll go down to, to one of these WWF shows that comes by, go down to San Antonio or what have you. And we, um, uh, you know, we, 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 we try to go to, Go, go find one of these uh, these fake fighters, and, and we assault them, and we beat them down. You do what? Well, that's the, that's the goal, you know. Because if you see one of these boys working for for uh, for Vince, you know, and you know he thinks he's something special, well, you know, we go down there, we we find them maybe pumping gas uh, after the after the show. You Maybe find them in a Longhorn. in a Waffle House. Stop it! Stop and, it! And we we assault them. That's that's the plan. Okay, I shudder to ask, but why is that the plan? What is the objective there? Because if they're supposed to be on their TV saying they're the best of the best and they're the tough guy, but but we can beat them to within an inch of their life, and if we can steal their travel bag and if we can steal their title belt well then we've proven that we're you know we're a real deal we, we ought to be the ones on the tv yeah. and that's, that that's my philosophy in my, a wwe yeah. wrestler and stealing his property is gonna make that's right them want to hire your students who don't know how to wrestle they just beat they don't up. need to know how to wrestle if they know how to fight because uh, because if they know how to fight, then they it's going to be as legit as it can possibly be. Okay, and, and uh, there's going to be a pool of blood. I, I, I think you've incriminated yourself enough for one call. Um, so I'm going to let you go no, before before I go. I want all my fans out there, all the Texas terrorists, to understand that you can too. And Longhorn Flanagan wants you for the Flanagan Fight School. Uh, so c come on down to Odessa and I'll make a man out of you. I, I don't think anybody should do that, but uh, thanks anyway. Okay, well, I'm no uh, wrestling expert, but it sounds like uh, we may have a suspect on our hands. So uh, if you're out there listening, trying to solve the case, uh, maybe check out Longhorn Flanagan's uh, wrestling school. I, you might 
I, I, he doesn't. He shouldn't. He shouldn't have a wrestling. He shouldn't be near children or I mean, young people of any kind. Let's face it. Ninety percent of the people that have a wrestling school shouldn't have a wrestling school. But yeah, but I mean, he the worst of the worst. Longhorn flag. <laughs> Is he though? How do you how do you teach wrestling? Oh, we go out and we commit assaults and and, and burglaries in public. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. I don't know. Anyway. Wild, wild world of wrestling, folks. There you have it. Yeah. Speaking of, we got a commercial, and it's not for it's not for Longhorn, but we'll play it anyway. Here we go. Hey, everybody. World-famous baseball mascot, Chuck Chickory here for Chucky Fried Chicken. With five locations serving Metro Denver, we are your vaccination against hunger and COVID-19. <laughs> you know, I've got to be honest with you. When I left my ballpark gang out in New England uh, to go be the spokesman for this joint, I had my doubts. I mean, I don't know if you've uh, looked at the census report or nothing, but Colorado ain't exactly filled to the brim with fried chicken fanatics, <laughs> if you know what I mean. And what do you freaking know? I was right. I mean, look, I I'm probably not supposed to say this, but we're hemorrhaging money over here. We're bleeding out our asses. There's just not enough of these sons of bitches out here who want to eat my fucking chicken. But here's the thing. I've got it figured out. I've got something everybody needs. Uh, especially if you want to go to that all-star game coming up. Uh, or if you want to work a job. Or, or go to the bar. Or, you know, if you want to have any kind of a life whatsoever. Do you love scrumptious fried chicken but hate big scary needles well you're in luck thanks to chuck because i put the vaccine in the recipe <laughs> introducing my brand new vax blasted astrazeneca battered chicken tenders that's right in addition to our nashville hot our extra crispy and our original fried we now have AstraZeneca vaccinated tendies by the bucket. And if you don't think that's enough, guess what? We've also got Johnson & Johnson, Moderna, and Fitz of dipping sauces. All for just $9.99. And I'll even give you a vaccine card if you eat it in the store. It's probably even safe. <laughs> I mean, I don't know for sure, uh, but I know one thing. It's a home run. In case you were thinking, man, I'd love to go to a bar again, and I'm in California, but I just can't stand needles. Well, eat some experimental, potentially dangerous, crappy fried chicken instead. I mean, of all the things, that's <laughs> that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. He, he's <laughs> how is this man getting his hands on these vaccines? I don't want to know. And he's just, he's just, oh yeah, you know, we, we cover it in AstraZeneca, and then we dip it I'm in the just, Pfizer. I'm just, just imagining him, you know how, like, on Thanksgiving you can get those, like, <laughs> flavor injections to, like, shoot into your turkey? I'm just imagining him shooting up the tendies one by one with Jack's, Johnson & Johnson doses. Maybe they vaccinated the chickens themselves, like, before they, uh, <laughs> before they butchered them. And like, like we were talking about the animals getting the vaccines, like, oh yeah, we only get yeah, vaccinated chickens. <laughs> Ah, oh, jeez. Uh, anyway, don't 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 go to that restaurant. Please, God, no. no. You'll, you'll die. Absolutely. Anyway, uh, for our final block of the day, I noticed 
There were a lot of ridiculous headlines that we've been seeing from other countries. Mm, yeah. You know, like so it's I, almost like the whole world's gone insane. Yeah. Uh, or maybe the morons of the world are getting into the Olympic spirit mm. and trying to win a medal in stupidity. Well, that <laughs> is possible. So I thought it'd be fun to do an international, uh, international imbeciles block. So um, why don't you let us know in the comments which country you think takes the gold? Love it. All right, so our first story here, we go to Great Britain again. Um, I guess we can still call it great. Uh, so in the UK, a city council has suggested that a local cake might be racist because it contains sugar. Um, I don't know if they've watched the Great British Baking <laughs> Show, but all cakes contain sugar. Yeah, so the lead city council is uh, very upset at gingerbread cake um, because it may have once included sugar that was imported from the Caribbean, and somehow imports are racist. Wait, uh, help help me understand. When you say once imported from the Caribbean, do you mean like once when the recipe was originally conceived in like 1846? Or do you mean like once a couple weeks ago? I think they just, uh, I don't think that they differentiate. Yeah. 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 So they're like, you know, at one point there was a, there was a slave trade and they got sugar from the Caribbean, and if you used it, then you were basically a slaver. And if you eat sugar today, two centuries later, well, you're, bas you're basically holding that whip and beating Kunta Kente yourself. Well, there you have it, folks. Cancel the Great British Baking Show. Cancel Britain. Can Can cancel, cancel tea everything. time. Cancel everything. <laughs> we're not... We eat your Soylent Green... And put a smile on your face while we vaccinate you because you have no rights anymore. No. No joy. No. No. And, uh, you know, speaking of um, European idiocy, uh, I have a video or an article about a video showing a drunk Spaniard beating people with a harpoon after being refused service at a restaurant, which actually I think is a fair response that the British people should take up when they're being told they can no longer eat sugar in their cakes. I think it's a fair response for anything. So, I mean, if they don't let you in, get a harpoon, start beating people one by one. Eventually, they're going to they're gonna say, oh, sir, sit down. We, we love your patronage now. <laughs> You've taken out half of our wait staff. You... Frankly, you murdered the hostess, <laughs> but, you know, would you like a, let's see, would you like a, a nice wine? Maybe Beyonce, some maybe? <laughs> I mean, well, How does he think this is going to work out for him? I mean, my, my problem with this whole thing is that he beat people with the harpoon when clearly he should have been stabbing. That would have been much more effective. And it is the traditional use of the weapon, after all. Well, maybe it's like a, like, you know, like, you know how you can, like, pistol whip somebody? Yeah. Or you can do, like, a murder stroke with the sword? Well, right. yeah. I can see it. He, he didn't want to get his harpoon all dirty. Yeah, well, that's fair. I mean, yeah, I, another factor might have been that he was hammered drunk and speaking gibberish. So maybe That's he just, just Spanish. Maybe he just wasn't thinking clearly. Oh, my God. <laughs> all right, let's move on to the next story. Right. You got something else lined up for Yeah, us? yeah. So uh, this one's over in, uh, on our side of the water, but it's uh, the Mexican so softball team. Um, so they were over in the Olympics, and apparently they weren't very happy with the way things turned out. They uh, they finished fourth place, 
they weren't able to win a medal. Um, so they left the Olympic Village and they threw all of their uniforms in the trash at the hotel. Well, which, you know, that's, frankly, you're just kind of giving away your merchandise. Yeah, I mean, people would pay for that stuff. Yeah, maybe somebody. But there's a second part to this. Uh, apparently, they stole a bunch of bedding and, like, towels and stuff. The, the reason they threw their, their jerseys out was so they could make room in their bags to steal, like, linens from the hotel. So, Let me just say this. If you feel the need to steal the wares from the Olympic Village dorms that they set up for you... You've got a lot bigger problems. A well, lot bigger problems because they make the fucking beds out of cardboard for fuck's sake. I mean, I don't think these are high quality hotel linens. I don't know. I mean, it's for the Olympic athletes. They might give them something nice. The beds are made of cardboard. Again. They're made of cardboard? They don't even have real mattresses. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, Japan's weird. I was going to say, this is the Mexican softball team. Maybe they did this out of habit. They were like, oh, I'm going to take the sheets. I'm going to wash the sheets. <laughs> and then they realized, wait a second. I'm not a maid. I'm an Olympic athlete. And there you have it, folks. Our third YouTube strike. We will surely be gone from YouTube forever. So if you're watching there, sayonara. You so okay? I clean? I clean? Please stop. <laughs> Speaking of more Olympic insanity, though, uh, the Olympics are often a time where countries can show off the great advancements that they've made and, you know, tell the world how, how phenomenal they are. And since the Olympics are being hosted in Japan, well, they thought it was only appropriate to trot out a robot that could sink three-pointers. Like a basketball robot? Yep, basketball robot. Is, are they threatening us? Are they, is this like, are they, is this what like, uh, like, 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 uh, like the NBA's afraid of? I mean. They're going to be taken over by androids? I have to say, you know, if all your athletes are dropping dead from the forced vaccinations, (laughs) Robots might be our only answer, so uh, you know it's it's a it's a timely display. I'd watch it. I mean, it's kind of clunky, but I mean, it's I played enough like early Nintendo video games where you had like robots in the outfield blowing people away, and like robot football guys and stuff. Like I I know that this is where we're eventually going to get to, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Honestly, uh, so. folks, what better way to spend the apocalypse and dystopian hellscape we live in than watching Boston Dynamics versus Nintendo in the World Championship Basketball Tournament? Yeah. I, I don't think we're going to be allowed to watch it, though. I'm pretty the, sure... The humans are going to be slaves. I'm pretty sure that it'll be followed up with, ow, my balls. <laughs> you know, the Olympics in general, like, I mean, I've really been watching a lot of them because they suck now. Like, it's just a bunch of people that, that hate America. Half of the us. sports they have on there are not sports. I saw horses dancing. Dancing! Dancing horses? Yes. Now I'm actually Now that's, a, that's impressive, yeah. but it's not a sport. They've got skateboarding in there. Like, they basically got juvenile delinquents. Like, 14-year-olds playing, like, skating behind a building with, like, AirPods in. Like, they're, they're listening to, like, like can, can you skate without listening to Goldfinger? Apparently not. Uh, but they're going for Olympic gold. They want to keep adding sports. I saw something the other day. A young woman was upset that they haven't made underwater hockey an Olympic sport yet. Underwater hockey? Underwater hockey. Is that just like hockey if you can't afford refrigeration? I mean. <laughs> and yeah, they get rid of, they got rid of baseball. Of 
fuck baseball. I, they, tra- they tried to get rid of wrestling. Like, you know, like they're like, you know, actual sports have been played for forever. You know, actual traditions. No, no. Yeah. We, we need to get rid of that and have, like, uh, parkour. I think, <laughs> I think they might have actually... Parkour! <laughs> you know, eventually, I, we were joking about the robots. I wouldn't be surprised if they had, like, video games in the Olympics. You know, give them another... Oh, yeah. I'm surprised they didn't do that in Japan, Twitch, honestly. The Twitch Mastership there, oh, yeah. yeah. Honestly, I would love to some guy play Minecraft. Oh, I love it. I love it. And you know what? Honestly, why don't they bring back the old uh, TV game shows like uh, American Ninja Warrior and Wipeout? Like, why not put those on the Olympic stage? Yeah, that guy in Florida that's always trying to, like, run in the hamster wheel. He would do... He would a gold medal. Why don't we have... Forget swimming, okay? We've all seen the butterfly stroke a million times. It's not that exciting. Put those fuckers in homemade hamster balls and see how far they can go. I guarantee they're not going to drop out of the Olympics because of uh, you know mental stress or vaccine uh, reactions or anything like that. Right, they're already crazy. Right, these people's insanity is what's fueling their behavior. <laughs> I want to see it. I want to see it. Anyway, one last story here, and this is such a weird one. I don't even really know how to describe it, so I'm just going to just... As literally as I can. So there was a British teenager. Okay. They were walking through London. Sure. She saw a drowning bee in the River Thames. How good is her eyesight? Apparently very good. <laughs> um, she sees this drowning bee down in the river. I I can't even picture how you notice something like that. I feel or how you know that there. the bee is drowning. Yes, I have a lot of questions. But she was very distressed. So she decides to jump into the river to save it. Holy crap. Talk about save the bees. Well, she ended up having to be rushed to the hospital because she can't fucking swim very well. And she cut herself open (laughs) on a sharp object laying in the riverbed, which I'm assuming is probably a shiv. Yeah, I mean, I have to imagine the river Thames isn't exactly uh, the safest. Or the cleanest. uh, Or the cleanest place to swim. Although I have to say, would love to see... Save drowning bee in the Olympics. Yeah, yeah. Well, it looks like a... It's just not an Olympic sport. She nearly severed her toes jumping into the river. I mean, they're, they're, they're making her out to be some kind of hero. Sure. I don't think that's there's anything heroic about this. This is pure stupidity. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to risk my fucking life for an insect that yeah. I think is drowning because I've... I've anthropomorphized it. Look, at the end of the day, if you have good enough eyesight that you can spot a drowning bee in the River Thames, good for you. Feel free to point that out to a person who can actually swim. Or a person that would care. I, Maybe yeah. both. Preferably both. But you gotta give her credit. She's done more than Greta Thunberg. <laughs> to, you know, if you want to talk about teenagers that have done something for the environment, one of them gets... Shipped around, making speeches and giving Nobel Prizes. And one of them puts her ass on the line <laughs> to actually <laughs> rescue True. animals, True. insects. All right, so what critters. do you think, folks? Who gets the gold medal from this round? Most stupidity Spain. In, in, an, in an athletic uh, endeavor. I, it's Spain. I think it's Spain. The you drunk guy Spain? beating people with the harpoon, that's, I mean, that's the funniest one. I think, you know, just out of pure sheer anger, I have to say it's the sugar thing. I'm really yeah, I'm really pissed about that. Yeah. I anyway. mean, everything is racist these days, apparently. So. Oh, yeah. 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 Why not sugar? 
Why not sugar? Anyway, that, that explains diabetes. <laughs> diabetes is racist. <laughs> All right. Well, we're getting a call in on the international line. How fitting. Let's see if somebody wants to uh wants to break our tie here. You say Spain, I say Britain. Let's see if this person can uh fair things up for us. Let's see. All right. Uh, hello on the international line. You're on with the War on Morons. Tell us your name and where you're calling from. Yes, this is Brian Bedford. I'm calling from television. From Brain Boozled with Brian Bedford. How are you? Brian. Yes. <laughs> Hi. Yes. Television. In, 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 well, not, I, I was going to say in person, but I'm calling you on the tele- telephone. So I suppose you could say uh, uh, via remote satellite. Well, it's Brian Bedford. Thank God there's an ocean between us. Um, <laughs> and, and you, I, I mean, I can't. I can't even, I mean, so you, you want to say uh, we're terrible in Britain. Yeah, uh, clearly that's, that's the message I that I got from your last, well, your last segment was, it was putrid. So I don't like, oh, we've got all these stories of, of, of stupidity uh, from all over the world. And then, what was it, five, five stories? Yes. Maybe six? I don't know. And, and then uh, half of them, half of them were from, were from uh, the UK. Half of them were from, from England. Okay, well, and, and, Brian, I, I can't help it that your people are, are, are pulling off the most stupid stunts this past week. Huh, no, you, 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 it's a setup. Because you, uh, clearly, you didn't want it to be Japan. Um, what's stupid about constructing a robot? That's not stupid, that's smart. And then, uh, uh, uh Mexico, I, I don't, I don't remember what the Mexicans did. The Spaniards, that's just, that's just how they act. But, I know, that, that, that's not what I want to talk about. I want to talk about season three of Brain Boozled. Because Brain. once you, once you hear about the, the new season that's coming out this October, you'll understand that, uh, there's a reason. <laughs> there's, there's, there's a, there's a, there's a method to the madness, as they say. Um, uh, in particular, the last story that you're talking about. Uh, you're talking, you're talking about the incredible bee woman. Uh, that is, that is not her name. No. Uh-huh. No, no, no. No, no, that is, that is her, the incredible bee woman. That's, uh, she's, a, she's one of my victims. Uh, she's in season three of Brain Booze. Of course, if, if, if you're not familiar with Brian Bedford, I don't know what your problem is, but I am the world's greatest mentalist. I, I, I have a, a wonderful television program where I, I, I basically I break into your mind and, and, and I, I do demonstrations of, um, uh, I guess you call it magic. They're like magic tricks. Where I, I make people into something they're not, and I make people do something that they would not otherwise want to do. How and, have uh, you not and, been driven out of England with pitchforks by now, Brian? I thought you were wanted by, like, multiple international agencies. Oh, uh, yeah, Interpol. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, here's the thing. When you're on television, you, I mean... You know, it, it grants you a bit more leeway. <laughs> it's you know I mean. for you. So, yeah, yeah. So, so, so on this on this latest season, uh, our, our theme, as it were, is superheroes because I believe that everyone has a hero inside of them, and everyone can be something great. <laughs> so I created the Incredible Bee Woman, and that. Is who you heard about, uh, you know, on the rescue mission, trying to save the drowning bee. That, that's one of her brethren. That's, that's, uh, that's the Robin to her Batman, as they say. <laughs> so she goes around trying to save bees? No, no, she thinks she is a bee. 
See, see, it didn't even say. Perhaps it didn't say in the article. Uh, you didn't even read it. But she was wearing a bee costume. Um, she's she's got the you know the yellow and black stripes, and she's got the the you know the antennae on all the time, and then she 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 runs around the city going to fight crime. Uh, but but I I twisted and turned her mind into uh, basically just if she sees a bee, she gets distracted. She. Uh, well, apparently she had a bit of a dalliance. <laughs> she fell in the river. <laughs> it's not. It's really not funny, Brian. I mean, out of all the stunts you've pulled, this is probably one of the least offensive. So I'll give you that. But it's it's, it's not. It's it's humiliating. It's it's hilarious. Well, she nearly lost her toes. I mean, she got slashed up pretty good. Oh, well, if you think she got injured, wait till you hear about Pothole Patty. <laughs> pothole Patty? Pot, pothole, pothole. I, th- I, th- I thought that's one of your words. So, a pothole. It's it's like a hole in the road where they, they need to pave it over because it, 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 you can't drive over it. It's a big hole in the road. Oh, you know? okay, okay. Yeah, yeah so, so Patty, um, she, she uh, well, you know, she's always complaining. You know, she's, oh, it's... it's it's so dreadful in my neighborhood. They won't, they won't uh, patch up the roads. Oh, it's so awful. And I said, Oh, well, I can put your mind at ease. I can, I can twist it. I can turn it. I can make it so you won't be bothered anymore. And, and now she's a superhero and she goes out in the middle of the night and, and she fixes, she magically fixes these holes in the road by standing there very stoically, and, 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 you know, in her all black costume, you know, with her hands on her hips. And just posing, you know, in the middle of the hole, and that, and that, and she thinks that'll fix it. <laughs> okay, but Brian, isn't that dangerous? Doesn't she get hit by cars? I mean, she's just standing yes, on yes, the road yes. in a and pothole. that's when, and absolutely, she got hit by a car <laughs> head on. And then I jumped out and I said, "You're not a superhero. You've been brain boozled." <laughs> How are you allowed to do this shit? I mean, really, shouldn't you? I told you, I'm on television. I'm, 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 I'm a, I'm a television person. I'm, I'm, I'm famous. Yeah, McDonald's is famous too, and they still got sued for serving too hot coffee. Well, she's not suing anybody (laughs) because they all side. That's that's the thing about being a great mentalist. I can tell you what to do, and you're basically in a hypnotic state. And you're, you're, you're my puppet. And, and, and I control you like a marionette. And I said, yeah, I, I, I hand you the, 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 the agreement and you sign it. And, and, and the agreement says that I shall not sue Brian Bedford. I shall not pursue legal action. I give him the right to air my, you know, footage on the television. And, and I will not collect a penny in payment for, you know, for using my image. Right. But I think what you're forgetting, Brian, is that you just admitted on our program here that you're having these people sign this under duress, which invalidates no, 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 the no, no, contract. No, 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 It's all perfectly, it's, it's, totally, look, 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 you don't have to worry about these things. Uh, I, I think I do, because you're killing people. on television. And, and I mean, I am killing people. If they choose to kill, I mean, I don't know how you know about this. I, I didn't even get to the, uh, to the leaper. Um, the, but yeah, I'm sorry, the leaper. Well, you know, yeah, it's, yeah it's, you know, I, I wanted to play off of that old superhero trope. You know, you can leap tall buildings with a single bound. Um, you, you remember that, like from Superman or, or Mighty Mouse or yeah. So or what, what do you have you? this guy doing crazed parkour through the city? What? 
No, no, no. He he goes up to the top of very tall buildings and he leaps. <laughs> what? He leaps. Yes, it, it, it means jump onto jump. another building. Uh, well, he tries to. <laughs> anyway, Jesus. you'll have to see season three of Brain Boozled to find out more. Will he? Uh, will he survive? Well. <laughs> We'll see. <laughs> oh, my God. Brian, this might be the lowest you've ever stooped. I just don't know how the hell no, you no, 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 yourself no, no. making he, a living off of these people suffering. What you don't understand, apparently, is that I'm doing a lot of good for the community. Because at the end of the day, the operative word in superhero is hero. And I'm making these people into something greater than they ever thought they could be. Like, um, for instance... I, I, I can't remember what we called him. We called him like the anti-burglar or, or the uh, the anti-theft device or something like that. He is single-handedly preventing theft all across uh, all across London. All right. So you have a guy committing suicide. You have another woman nearly <laughs> drowning in the Thames River, and you have another yeah. woman who's making people involuntarily hit that her with their car. Um, but yes, at yes. least you are stopping petty theft. So dare exactly, I ask? Exactly. Exactly. We doing will. That? We will not suffer shoplifters. We, we will not suffer thieves and, and burglars in this city any longer. I mean, Tru- truly, have, you're doing uh, God's uh, work. Um, you know how? I am. I am. And, and this is for our sponsors. Uh, you know, just so, just so you know, uh, we, we make sure that we prevent. Theft and thievery and all assorted crimes. People sponsor um, you for this shit. Well, <laughs> so 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 what he does is he in the middle of the night, uh, two in the morning, after closing hours, he goes and he breaks into the shop, and he takes the valuables before the thieves will, and he brings it to the safe location, which is my warehouse, and. Um. Uh, uh, and it's Brian Bedford's Emporium. Um, and we have wonderful goods all across. It's just the most amazing, just giant televisions, which you can use to watch Brain Boozled with Brian what? Bedford. What are you, you're not returning these goods to the people he stole them from? What about the damage he commits to their property? No, no, see, they're insured. You, do you, have you ever heard of insurance? Yeah. How is he a hero? Perfect. Well, okay, so I don't have to explain insurance. So anyway, they bring these wonderful goods to my safe warehouse, and then we've got an online shop. It's on eBay. Oh, you can come order on, this Brian. from America. That's enough. I'm well, not having you promote no, 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 wait, no, don't hang on. I, bring on our no, show. That's a, that's that's the sponsor. That's the sponsor. I don't Brian care Bedford that it's Emporium, the sponsor. The eBay shop. You know, stop, and Brian, everyone stop listening, right, stop right now, I, I got a no, promo code no, for Brian, you. And it, no. No, no, that that man is Satan, and you can't convince me otherwise. That is Lucifer Morningstar walking amongst us. I think he can convince you otherwise. That's his whole thing. He, he, uh, he, what, what does he call himself? A mentalist? Yeah, he's mental, all right. I, I, I wish you hadn't hung up on him. I, I want, I want. You to wanted to hear the, more about his gang? I wanted to hear about his eBay shop. He said that he was given like really good deals. Yeah, I would imagine so. They're all stolen. Look, what, what I don't know ain't gonna hurt me. Yeah, but you know! Nobody knows that I know we're not on YouTube. For God's sake. <laughs> anyway, thank God I hung up when I did. We'd be part of an international crime <laughs> ring. Yeah, well. Um, 
I guess this is all we've got this week, guys. Yeah. So thanks for tuning in. Uh, we'll see you next week somewhere for episode 93. Bye, guys.